Good morning, wherever you are, and welcome to St. Michael's in the Morning, a podcast series encompassing everything from sermons and services to special audio presentations, brought to you by St. Michael's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. For more information or to make a donation to St. Michael's, please visit www.st-michaels.org. find their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Once upon a time, there was a kingdom of acorns who lived at the foot of a beautiful, large oak tree. They were conscientious acorns, and they wanted nothing more than to become the best acorns they could be. There was a popular self-help seminar entitled, Getting All You Can Out of Your Shell. Still others went to a recovery group for acorns who had been bruised in their original fall from the tree. There were even spas that offered a shell-polishing surface and different acornopathic therapies to enhance longevity and well-being. But one day, there appeared a naughty little stranger, apparently dropped out of the sky by a passing bird. And after getting the other acorn's attention, he pointed upward to the beautiful large oak at the very center of their village, and this was his message. We are that. Well, the other acorns all started to laugh, to sneer at the very thought that their essence was connected to such a large and beautiful oak. So tell us, they sneered, how does an acorn become a tree? The stranger then pointed downward. I'm not exactly sure, he said, But I do know it has something to do with going into the ground and cracking open our shell. In today's gospel, Jesus says something that everything inside of us naturally just wants to ignore, which is that we cannot be his disciple unless we are willing to lose our life, to be stripped of that which is exterior to our deepest and truest self, for that shell to be cracked open as we learn to loosen our grip on just about everything we have always assumed we need to live a happy and well-adjusted life. And the reason I think we have such a hard time with Jesus' words is because we have lost perspective. I mean, right here we are going about our life, trying to be the best acorn we can be, the happiest acorn we can be, the holiest acorn we can be, all the while forgetting that what God has wanted from the very beginning was to turn us into a massive and beautiful oak. And so I would invite you to not picture Jesus in today's gospel with a bullhorn and a whistle. 
This is not Sergeant Jesus here to whip us into spiritual shape. No, what we see in today's gospel is a graceful description of the deep inner work that God wants to do in our life. And that's slowly but surely strip us of everything we rely on to find security and peace and happiness apart from our reliance and relationship to God. Eugene Peterson once said that the oldest religious mistake in the book is to assume that God has the same plans for us that we have for ourselves. And I think today's gospel is Jesus's attempt to remedy that mistake, to remind us that, yes, he came that we might have life and have life more abundantly, but also to help us see that in order to receive God's life, the life that we can't picture, we may need to loosen our attachment to the small egotistical life that we can picture. In Mere Christianity, C.S. Lewis put it like this, and I quote, Christ says, give me all. I don't want so much of your time and so much of your money and so much of your work. I want you. I have not come to torment your natural self, but to kill it. No half measures are any good. Hand over the whole natural self. I will give you a new self instead. In fact, I will give you myself. My own will shall become yours. I've always loved this quote by C.S. Lewis because it reminds me of something that I know that I forget far too often. Jesus only asks us to lose that which is worthless to give us something of eternal and lasting worth. As today's reading from Romans puts it, we know that our old self was crucified. There is a new self, a new life, a new happiness being referenced here, a happiness not found as we accumulate and win and succeed, but as we lose. And so do we trust enough in Jesus's love to lose? To lose our need to be right? To lose our need to be in control? Can we lose our desire to be comfortable 100% of the time or to always get our way? And if we did lose those things with Jesus and for Jesus as an expression of our discipleship, would that create more happiness in our life or less happiness? Now, I can't answer those questions for you. I do know the answer to that question in my own life. But what I can say as today's preacher is that the Bible has this very counterintuitive idea about how you and I find lasting happiness and security and peace, namely that these things begin 
when we can acknowledge that the life that we far often cling to and fight for and protect and design for ourselves, that life has already drowned in the waters of baptism. And as St. Paul says in Colossians, we have a new life, a resurrected life that is hidden with Christ in God. And that life, that big, beautiful oak of a life is something we discover only as we learn the art of letting go. You see, it's not only that Jesus wants to give us himself. He wants to give us ourself, our true self. For those who are willing to lose their life, will find it. And so with that said, I want to close with a few brief thoughts about today's gospel. First, contrary to how it may read on the surface, Jesus's deepest desire is not to set you against your family. That is not the Father's Day message coming from the rector today. No, what I think we have in today's gospel is simply a warning, an illustration to make sure that we are not using our family as pawns in whatever life we are trying to design for ourselves. Because remember, Jesus' family, they tried to do that to him in Mark chapter 3. They come to take Jesus back home, not because they love him or support him, but rather because they are embarrassed by him. Jesus will not cooperate with their desire to live a quiet, respectable life in Nazareth. And so whenever there is someone in our family or in our life that we are constantly frustrated with or maybe disappointed in, that is often a sign that we need them to be a certain way for us to achieve the life we are designing for ourselves. And that's a very natural tendency, but I also have to say that is not loving someone that is using them. And so today's gospel actually has nothing to do with turning against your family. In fact, I'd even say that it's impossible to ever love your parents too much or your spouse too much or your children too much. It's actually impossible to love anything too much. We can only love something too much in proportion to the love we have for God. To put that a little bit differently, the problem is not that we love our family too much, but that we often love God too little. And that's why Jesus says, whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And so my prayer for this church, St. Michael's, is that we'd actually be a church that learns how to love our family by placing Jesus and the kingdom of God ahead of our family. And second, today Jesus says that we cannot be his disciple unless we lose our life. 
I want you to consider that what Jesus says here today is just as much descriptive as it is prescriptive. The truth is, you will give up everything, voluntarily or when you die. It is all dust, and to dust it will all return. And you know what? That would be really tragic if we did not believe that the Lord of the universe lost his life for us so that he might present us to his Father, pure and spotless, in the power of his resurrection. But you know what? We do believe that. As we say every single week in our creed, we look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. In other words, the reason it is okay for us to let go, to loosen our grip, to give up control, is because God is so much smarter and more powerful than we are, and because God does have everything in control. Not even the death of a sparrow goes accounted for in the perfect plan of God. Fear not, therefore, For you are of more value than many sparrows, and even the hairs of your head are all numbered. There is nothing that is taken from us in this life that will not one day be given back a hundredfold. And so please do not think of this church, St. Michael's, as a place to work on the spiritual aspect of your life. To quote Lewis again, Christ says, give me all. We're not here to polish our shell. No, we're here to worship God, to lose our life, to find our life, and to taste and embody the freedom and happiness that come with being a child of God. To quote today's reading from Romans yet again, we know that our old self was crucified. We know that's not who we are. We are not small. We are not separate. We are not competitors. We are not cut off from the tree. There is a life and a happiness that is so much larger and more expansive and closer than we think. And we are that. Amen.